WVOW Local News, now. The City of Logan Fire Department responded to a fire that resulted in a total loss of the structure. I'm Faith Bannister. Logan Crews arrived on the scene around 2.20 Sunday morning in the 700 block of Dingus Street. Crews say that they received initial reports of possible entrapment, but the occupant was able to get out. Firefighters then began an offensive interior fire attack to quickly extinguish the flames. There was also moderate fire and water damage to a nearby structure, according to the Logan Fire Department. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. I'm Tanya Crubb, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, Surgical Podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. A hit-and-run involving a school bus is being investigated by law enforcement agencies in Mingo County. According to a social media post from the Mingo County Sheriff's Office, a motorist struck a school bus along Breeding Creek Road at 2.30 p.m. last Wednesday, February 8th, and fled the scene. On Sunday, investigators reported finding the car associated with the incident. Mingo County deputies said they are working with state police to find the driver. Anyone with information regarding the incident is asked to contact state police by calling 304-235-6000. Three more defendants were sentenced Friday for their roles in a conspiracy to traffic over 140 firearms from the Beckley area to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. According to a press release from the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of West Virginia, 27-year-old Derek Woodard, also known as D, of Philadelphia, was sentenced to two years in prison to be followed by three years of supervised release for interstate travel with the intent to engage in dealing firearms without a license. 23-year-old Tiana Bly, also known as Biggie of Beckley, and 34-year-old Megan Bickford of Oak Hill was sentenced to five years of federal probation for making false statements in the acquisition of firearms. Bickford must serve the first four months of her probation on home confinement. According to federal court documents and testimony, Woodard admitted to traveling to Beckley with Bashim Jones, also known as Bosch, and several other co-defendants on October 17th of 2020 to obtain firearms with plans to resell them for profit in Philadelphia. Bly and Bickford each admitted to buying firearms for Jones, who selected which firearms to buy at businesses within the Southern District of West Virginia and provided the money for the purchases. Each time Bly and Bickford bought a firearm for Jones, they falsely certified on the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives, or ATF, Federal Firearms Transaction Record Form 4473, that they were the buyers of the firearms when they knew they were purchasing them for Jones in his trafficking conspiracy. Bly admitted to buying three 9mm pistols for Jones in Beckley on April 2nd of 2021. They further admitted to purchasing at least five firearms for Jones in March and April of 2021, so he and others could transport and resell them outside of West Virginia. Bickford confessed to buying another 9mm pistol in Raynell on November 2nd of 2020 and to carrying out at least 54 straw purchases through 2020. 
Woodard, Bly, and Bickford are among 18 defendants who pleaded guilty in connection with the firearms trafficking. Of the over 140 firearms trafficked in the conspiracy, approximately 45 have been recovered at crime scenes, primarily in Philadelphia, and have been connected to two homicides, crimes of domestic violence, and other violent offenses. 19 of the firearms recovered from Philadelphia crime scenes were purchased by Bickford. After five days of trial, a federal jury found Jones guilty on December 16th of 2022 of conspiracy to travel interstate with the intent to deal in firearms without a license, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and interstate travel with the intent to deal in firearms without a license. Jones is scheduled to be sentenced on April 7th of 2023 and faces a maximum penalty of 35 years in prison. The West Virginia Senate and House of Delegates passed bills Friday dealing with numerous issues. House Bill 3130 creates the Coalfields Energy Research and Economic Development Authority. Its definition of the word coalfields makes it apply to the whole state and not just counties with mines. The bill establishes the authority as a public corporation charged with an array of goals, including promoting and developing the state's energy workforce and energy technology research and promoting and developing energy projects, storage, and manufacturing. The authority can apply for and award grants, enter into contracts, and receive grants and donations of money and property. On the House floor on Friday, Delegate Henry Dillon, a Republican from Wayne County, expressed disappointment with the bill, saying that on its face it looks like it's aimed at helping suffering coal communities, but in actuality it opens the whole state to subsidize green energy projects. Action on this bill immediately followed a grueling two-hour debate on a bill to provide a $105 million appropriation for the Form Energy Battery Plant in Weirton. So while the House was also widely divided on this bill, Dillon offered the only objection. The vote was 70-23, to 23 and it goes to the Senate. House Bill 2218, known as the Electronically Distracted Driving Act and the Robin W. Ames Memorial Act, applies to cell phones, audio and video devices, tablets, laptops, notebooks, data retrieval devices, and GPS receivers. Voice-activated and hands-free devices are exempted. Current law exempts rideshare drivers, and the bill adds taxi and limo drivers as they all use dispatch software. Along with monetary penalties for distracted driving, the bill adds incarceration penalties for causing harm or death. It's named for Preston County resident Robin Ames, who was killed while bicycling by a driver looking at an app on her cell phone. His widow, Kara Ames, testified to the Judiciary Committee about Robin's loss and the devastating effects on her and her children. The vote was 88-6, to 6, with all votes against from Republicans. The bill goes to the Senate next. Lead sponsor Steve Westfall of Jackson County said the bill updates current law to account for ever-advancing technology. Westfall said 26 states, including neighbors Ohio and Virginia, have similar laws. Neighbors Kentucky and Pennsylvania have similar bills moving in their legislatures. In 2020, federal statistics for distracted driving crashes involving wireless devices show 3,142 deaths and 424,000 injured. One in five of those involved were not inside vehicles. Senate Bill 250 is another driving bill, passed 30-3 to 3 in the Senate and went to the House. It requires instruction permit holders and level 2 intermediate license holders to display a student driver sign at the back of their car where it will be visible to other drivers coming from behind. A first defense violation is exempt from court costs and fees. The three nay votes came from Republicans. Senate Bill 490 is the Patrol Officer Casey Marie Johnson Memorial Act. The Senate passed it unanimously and sent it to the House. 
It says any person who knowingly or willfully obstructs a first responder and causes that responder's death is guilty of a felony and subject to 15 years to life in prison, the same as for first-degree murder. Judiciary Chair Charles Trump, a Republican from Morgan County, said the act doesn't have to include premeditation or malice. We're not going to hear you in court say, I didn't mean for anybody to die. Doesn't matter. The consequences are yours, and you will be treated under the law as if you planned and intended that death. The bill is named for Charleston police officer Cassie Johnson, who was fatally wounded in 2020 while responding to a routine parking complaint. Senate Bill 493 calls on the Division of Natural Resources to develop a plan to offer veterans free passes to state parks and forests. The plan and any rules regarding it would come back to the legislature for approval. The Senate passed it unanimously. Senate Bill 532 adds a new felony to the Sex Offender Registry Act for soliciting a minor for sexual activity. Current law makes soliciting any person a misdemeanor and there is no separate offense for soliciting a minor. The Senate passed it unanimously. Lead sponsor Mark Hunt, a Republican representing Kanawha County, said they introduced this bill years ago when he served in the House and passed it but died in the Senate. He worked back then with a police task force to fill loopholes in laws regarding violent crimes and crimes against children, and they closed them all but this one. Senate Bill 484, the human smuggling bill, passed the Senate unanimously. West Virginia already has penalties for human trafficking, but not for this, in which people pay coyotes to be smuggled across the southern border to destinations in the U.S. The crime will be a felony, with smuggling an adult subject to one to five years in prison and a fine up to $200,000, and smuggling a minor subject to two to ten years and a fine up to $300,000. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 meteorologist Chris Knoll, and we will be warming up to start off the work week over in Logan, West Virginia. We are expecting to see high temperatures in the mid 50s for today. There will be a little more cloud cover around noon, but that cloud cover will be clearing up as we get into the end of the day today. And we'll see mostly clear skies tonight with morning lows around the freezing point Tuesday. Looking to see highs in the 60s and we'll be in the 70s by Wednesday with rain showers moving in on Thursday. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.